So I don't think I've ever talked to you about this because mm-hmm. it's a very random trivial thing about me. Sure. But I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a mug enthusiast. Uh-huh. I didn't know like a, I, I did not know that. Like a coffee mug thingy. Yeah. Like I love I love coffee mug. Like I have a ton, but they're all like different. They've all like been from like either different things or like they've been gifts of their or stuff. But I I, I have a thing for, for coffee. I, I like having like a lot and I like having them like be all different. And yeah. then when I have like visits over, you know, everyone has their pick. I have one that's like, a, I have a Batman one that's, uh, that's uh, if you, that it's Gotham City. And then if you put like hot water in it, like you can see the bat signal. Um, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I have a, I have one that's like all the all the seagulls from Finding Nemo, and they're all saying mine, mine, mine. So I have a I have a ton of mugs. This weekend, this past weekend, I saw the most beautiful mug that I've ever seen in my life. And here is where I have to talk to you about a, a business idea. We need to start monetizing the site because I need to buy that mug. How and, and much was the mug? I haven't bought the mug. How much is it though? It's not it's not expensive, but <laughs> I just I just want an excuse to like not not pay for it. It's a very simple mug. It's a white mug with uh with uh with a some something written on it, and it's in the font that the that the people in, in gangs use, you know, uh-huh. you, you know which one? Yeah, and it's uh, it says certified sick ass foo and I need that shit. Okay. I need to wake up every morning, take my morning coffee. And then as I'm walking to take my morning dump, I need to rec- I need to remember that I am a certified sick ass foe. I no, no, I would not allow this to happen. I would not allow this to exist. Shema, you're yeah. what you're wrong. You're you're, you're so wrong, man. Am I not you, a certified sick ass foo? You're not. You're not. You're not. Including, you're not even the top ten percent of sick ass fools on the planet. I've done. I've done pretty sick ass foolish things. I I I think I'm allowed to be certified on it. I, I don't know, man. Look, look, look. How does one define the term sick ass foo? Yeah. What What are the parameters of a sick ass foo? And more importantly, how do we reach that status? I've watched Blood In, Blood Out like a million times. I think that, that, that certifies me a bit. And I've never seen it once. Oh, my God. You failed as a Mexican. That, what, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that really a thing? Uh, it's a thing, I guess. But you have to watch it with the Spanish dub. Oh, fuck somehow you. Makes, somehow makes it better. I don't know how to tell you that. Uh, okay, so good news. Good news. Yeah. I've actually found the world's most expensive coffee mug. Oh, yeah. What is it? Uh, it goes for, on eBay, $5,000. Oh, what there's a vin- There's another vintage. It literally just says, I bought the most expensive mug in the world. Maybe a business decision. There's also a vintage one that's going for 9000 so you pick. Um, so how about this? Rollback coffee mugs for merch. And at the very and but inside at the bottom, we write certified movie fools. 
You know, that's actually not a bad idea. Certified cinephile foos. What do you think about that? How, where the fuck do we even start to make our own coffee? Certified cinephile foos is going to be the name of the rivaling podcast that Fernie's going to start when, when he gets sick of us. That, that's going to be, he's going to No, I will it. torpedo his podcast. <laughs> I will personally make sure. I will do what WWE did with AEW. I will run our shows head to head with his. Just take a little chunk out of his audience each and every fucking time. So, listeners, what look out for our <laughs> future uh, coffee mug merch for certified movie f- cinephile food <laughs> coffee <God. bar. Thank you for welcoming me, Andre Headphones. I'm Eddie. And I'm Chema, reviewing Luca. And this, this is the rollback. Is the rollback. So, dude, so I, I wanna I wanna try this. So Luca, aka the spiritual follow-up to Wallace and Grummet, Curse of the Were Rabbit. I was gonna go with Kali Mari by your name, but you know. Fuck it. <laughs> So, so Luca, um, I, do you have the synopsis, sir? I, I think you do. Luca, prepare for an unforgettable trip. Two young boys experience an unforgettable Italian summer filled with gelato, pasta, and an endless scooter rides. But all the fun is threatened by a deeply held secret. They are sea monsters from another world just below the water's surface. So this is Luca. It's the new Pixar film. It was dropped into our Disney Plus accounts without having to pay anything. Thank you, Pixar. Thank you, Disney. And I can start or you can start. Because Uh, I think we both have strong feelings on this one. I agree. Okay, so this movie was you not initially. So, so this movie wasn't initially made for Disney Plus. It was supposed to be get a theatrical release, but you know, fucking the virus. So yeah. this movie got released on Disney Plus. Not they didn't charge for it, which weird because they charged for Soul. They did not um, charge for Soul. They didn't. They did not. And did they charge for Onward? No, but Onward got to come out on theaters. Okay. Because I saw it in theaters, I remember. Oh, all right. Is it just me, or is Disney still kicking Pixar in the balls, trying to like devalue their brand? I I wouldn't look that into it. I mean, they're the they're they're one in the same. So no, I don't know, man. I I don't know. I, as far as I'm aware, Pixar's uh, writers are doing more and more like jobs for the Disney brand studio. Rather than the Pixar brand studio, I'm thinking it's like long term, like fuck Pixar. That Disney's. Playing. I I think I think that's your that's your wrestling brain talking. Honestly, I don't, I don't know, think man. it's that evil. Like, <laughs> no, no, okay, you know, you know what? We're getting, we're not talking about that. You know, okay, that's that's, that's, that's its own conversation. That's okay, that's yeah. yeah, okay. If we want to have, I'll tell you what. Where we someday when we have a Patreon, we'll do like an a, a is Disney evil episode, and I will be the prosecutor. Okay, T- TLDR, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Point is so, okay. So sorry, Luca. So Luca, um, yeah. 
how did you feel? So they're like Chick-fil-A. Okay, okay. Last comment. They're like Chick-fil-A. They're evil, but their chicken is so good, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're not wrong. But okay. Yeah. I, I want to ask you. So Luca, so um I have a few questions. How, how did you feel about the movie? I think it's fantastic. I think it's fucking wonderful. Okay. I think it's pretty. I think it, the animation is gorgeous. I think the characters are, are like so relatable. And, and I love that after they did soul, Pixar decided to take a step back and make a smaller scale, shorter, bless the runtime of this movie to an hour and 20 minutes. It's so short. You can watch it in a sitting and you don't get tired of it. I think the, 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 the setting is beautiful. I think the story is wonderful. I think the, the animation is popping and it's so it's so niche and it's so fantastic. This is one of my favorite Pixar films in years. And that's saying a lot with their catalog. I think it's a, it's a new, I think it, it can build up to be like its own classic. I think, I think if this movie has the wings and it has the legs to, you know, people keep, re keep re watching it, I think the length is going to help. But I think in a, in a few years, you can tell me if, if I'm wrong, but I think that the quote, the Silencio Bruno, I think that line can be as iconic as uh, to infinity and beyond. I think it's that good. And but, I but, love it. But there's not a cool action figure saying it every time. I don't care. Silencio Bruno is bloody fantastic. Okay. What does it even so, mean anyway? Like, do you know? I don't. Silencio means quiet. All right, Bruno. That? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's not even Italian. It's Spanish too. Like it's the same word. I uh, see. I don't know. I don't. I have no clue. <laughs> I'm off my game here. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. Uh, so this movie. So the animation actually was the first thing that threw me off, and then it got me to love it by the end of the movie. Okay. Because it it looks like um. It looks like Walls and Gromit Curse of the Were Rabbit. It looks like stop motion style almost. Because, you know, certain uh, Pixar movies have an animation style onto their own. You know, they're smooth, they're very lifelike with the features, you know, the manner in which they do this or that. These are, this, this is more of a cartoony design, I agree. Yeah, definitely. And then it's not necessarily negative. It was just, it took a little getting used to from Pixar. Because especially, like, like you saw some of the lifelike action sequences in Soul. Soul yeah. So for this movie to be, like, straight-up cartoony going completely in the direction. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it was a bit of an adjustment. Yeah. Um, that said, the look of the movie really grew on me. I especially loved the uh, the ending title sequence. Like that was like oh, its yeah. own piece of art. I was like, oh, this is nice. I want to keep watching this. Yeah. Um, did so you saw the, the, sorry, did you saw the, the little, uh, the little, uh, well, two things. You saw the after credit scene. The, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I love that because I love that character. He had such such little lines, but but he was great. And also at the end of the movie, there's there's like a little uh, you know when all the logos start start popping up, there's a little message that says uh, "Dream." Uh, wait, I, I took a picture of it. It says, uh, I think it said like something like "Dreamed at Pixar Studios and what something something California," and mm -hmm. but then it says uh, it says yeah, "Dreamed up at Pixar Animation Studios, Emerville, California, produced in our slippers around the Bay Area." Uh. So they finished it in COVID, like all at their home, which I, I really like. 
Um, sorry, you were going to ask something? No, um, I was going to say, so how did you feel about the, the story? I, I feel like it took the first like 10, 15 minutes dragged. And then after that, it was just like off to the races. I, I agree that the movie, to me, the movie starts when he gets out of the water. Because like mm -hmm. at the start, I didn't love the start because when he's there, he's he's a uh, he's a shepherd. I guess yeah. you can say that a fish he's shepherd. A shepherd. Yeah. He's he's a fish shepherd, and Luca. We we're talking about Luca. So Luca is a fish shepherd. He's a sea monster. I, I guess you could call it a sea monster. I mean, that's I don't know if that's a derogatory term or if they have a right term. But anyway, he's a, a sea monster. Sea person is is the term we're looking for. Chema. A sea mer person. person. Yeah, he's a, so he's a sea person, and uh, he's a he's a he's he's a shepherd for for sheep fishes, and I was like, okay, cute. Uh, that's how it's starting. And then, but then when we introduced to the parents, and the parents are like, it's dangerous out there. You can't go. I'm like, come the fuck on. I've seen this. This was in Coco. This was in Moana. This was in every. This is every Disney film. Every Disney film has the, has the same parents. And his boy, and the mom is boys by Maya Rudolph, who also boys the mom in Mitchell's versus the Machines, who also boys the mom kind of character in uh, in uh, Big Hero Six. So she, so she's their new mom voice actor. Uh, I like Maya Rudolph. That that, that part in Bridesmaids where she shits on the dress, fucking classic. And uh, and yeah, so. So we have the parents and they're like, no, you cannot go to the surface. It's dangerous out there. They'll never understand you. And yeah, we've seen this before. But the second that he meets uh, the other sea monster and they become friends and they start hanging out and they have all these visions and uh, that to me, that's where the movie starts. To me, that's where the movie not only gets good, but it, it starts amazing and it just gets better. Um, do you watch the the little shorts that, that come up before Pixar films, like when we used to see them in theaters? Uh, I haven't seen them in a minute. I'll be honest with you. I think the last one I saw was the one before Inside Out with the volcano. Yeah. Do you remember the? There was one. I think it was for Brave or Cars Two, one of the two, and it was about this like it, it was this little short, no dialogue, and it was this boy, his dad, and his grandpa. And they're on a boat, and then they go up into the moon, and they just start like shoveling the 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 the. the, the have you seen it? No. No. Oh, okay. It's, it's in Disney Plus. It's called La Luna. It's the moon. And it was made by the same director. And you can tell because it's not just the animation style it's all, or, or the character designs. It's also like that uh, that way to use uh, imagination and, 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 and creativity. Those scenes where he sees the poster for the... Uh, for the Vespa and he imagines himself that he's flying or that he's going to all these planets. And then th that scene when he's talking with the, with the girl about the, the solar system and he's imagining all this, all these planets that felt very much out of that short. And you can tell that it's the same director. Mm -hmm. uh, I like the story. I love where it was going. I like that. It was simple. I, I like that, that it was low key. You know, you and I mentioned all the time how we're tired about end of the world movies. This is the perfect antithesis to that, mm -hmm. you know? Because it's just kids having fun. And, you know, I like a good plot, but I will always prefer good characters over, over, over a good plot. I would rather have good characters and no plot. And then in this one, the movie just embraces the vibes, man. <laughs> I love that it embraces the vibes. They, um, they did a very good job. So they give us, like, obviously the, the, the fucking the parents that you expect and whatnot. And then yeah. you get Alberto, the, the, the friend, the, the one that kind of pulls him out of a shell. Yeah. And 
there's no real like hesitation like uh like luca hesitates momentarily but he very quickly is like you know what fuck it like let's go and they have they have a good time i love that sequence you know of them you know getting to know each other and really becoming friends and you get those bonding moments and it kind of takes you back to your childhood a little bit you know uh reliving those moments where you know you're just having fun you're just being a kid you know imagination imagining what's going to come and the future um a lot of critics uh praise the movie for having a bit of a throwback feel in a good way you know it, it made it made you feel like you, this was a an old school movie in that sense and i think they succeeded this felt very much like a uh sad luck an, an underdog movie yeah yeah oh yeah some out some out yeah yeah you know what um before watching the movie the thing that attracted to me the most was that the director specifically said we're very inspired by studio ghibli on this one mm-hmm. studio ghibli is one of my favorite animation studios you know they did spirit away they did they did a bunch of miyazaki films and this movie feels like a ghibli film you know it's got that that paranormal that paranormal thing go- going on but focuses more on the human side it reminded it reminded me a lot of movies like ponyo or Kiki's Delivery Service, or something like Porco Rosso, even like it, it, even the town is named Porco Rosso. Like it, it's mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's too specific to be a coincidence. So, yeah, if anything, I'm so glad that we have like something that feels like a Ghibli film again, and from Pixar, which I I, I completely did not expect this because they're kind of the opposite. Ghibli films are very quiet. They focus a lot on on like specific scenes. There's one scene in Kiki's Delivery Service where she's just kind of like, she has her window open and she's kind of looking out and she's brushing her hair and it stays there for like six, seven minutes. And you don't mind because you're just, you're vibing there. And in this one, it's not, it's not exactly a Ghibli film. There, there is a lot of dialogue, especially at the start, but when you're there, you're there. And it, it, you, you, hit the, you hit the nail on the head, you know, it does remind you of what it's like to be a kid. All those scenes where they meet the girl and they're preparing for this race. Oh God, I love those scenes. It reminded me of what it was like to be a dumb kid just where, where the biggest thing that you had to worry was just, oh, what am I going to do this summer? You know? Um, what's it called? The, this movie... It did give a lot of flashbacks. Um, also, especially, and maybe it's just me, the bully. Uh, give me a lot of, a lot <laughs> Let's of flashbacks. Let's talk about the bully, yes. Oh, my God. What was his name? Uh, not uh, Erosco? Yeah. Eroko. Man, I wanted, to str- I wanted to strangle that kid so much. Well, I'm only 16. You said that last year. Fuck you. Well, uh, and uh, like you said, well, it's true this time. <laughs> Uh, no, that that brat. Uh, and and you know what's the worst part? You, you, know, you know what's funny? You knew a kid like that. And I knew a kid like that. And we everyone you know knows a kid like that. We all knew that douchebag that was like, that fucks with the kids that are like half his age because he knows he can beat them in a fight. Yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised. He actually hit uh, Alberto. Remember, he punched him in the gut. I was like, yeah. Pixar never shows them hitting each other. <laughs> Except for yeah. the Incredibles, that's the only exception. I mean, come on, fucking action movie. <laughs> um, There's a my my favorite character was uh, was the girl Julia. Um, she was so funny, man. She was so kooky and so crazy, and she had this like dream of winning that race. And and w- when they ask her like, "What do you get if you win?" If you win, she just she goes, 
I get to tell people I won. Like that's that's, that's the, the goal. prize. Like, yeah, and I mean, the she, money. She, yeah, I mean, she kind of doesn't care about the money. She's just like, I, I'm going to stand there and be like, and be just point and be like, I beat you. You know, yeah. um, that's a very kid you know centric idea well you're an adult it's, it's, it's like it's like do i have to go will they pay me will there be food and then when you're a kid you're like no you just do them because you just do things because you want to do them and uh, you don't weigh the options that perfectly yeah you don't weigh the options you're like that looks fun and i want to do it so why not? You know, what's stopping me she she's very she's a very optimistic person she's very like lighthearted. like she's everything you expect in a kid you know not a yeah. mary sue but she she's relentlessly optimistic and i think one of the things about that is like she she doesn't she isn't just given the win she's not just like boom oh she wins because you know main character here you go yeah she works for it they train for this and even in the end yeah. she doesn't win but she just finds satisfaction in knowing that asshole lost it's not about me winning it's about <laughs> you losing fuck you. yeah and she tackles him she tackles him to, to make sure uh that uh that luca and uh, alberto can get away yeah. You know, obviously, you know, it goes in a different direction, but no, she's yeah. relentlessly optimistic, and I appreciate that. <laughs> I really like the scene when when they're kind of explaining the character, and then uh, and then they 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 say like, uh, "Oh, what? Oh, why are you gonna participate again? Are you gonna throw up again? Like, uh, like uh, you 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 had to quit last time because you were throwing up." And then she she like with all the confidence of like a sucky little kid, she says, "She said I didn't I didn't drop out. They made me stop," <laughs> which is a super little kid thing to say. Like, oh. I could have kept going. Yeah, you know, I I worked at a, at a middle school for a bit and that's exactly how those kids were like it's just like stupidly confident even though it was unaware of of like their limitations like it was so dumb and this captures this captures that like very well i think mm-hmm. yeah. um i was gonna ask you what do you think of the character uh, Ma- uh, massimo 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 was the, the dad uh, the dad the dad yeah the dad is the is the character design that I most that most reminded me of that of that other short of La Luna. It kind of looks the same with like the I, he also looks like the dad in uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Um, I like that. The, I, I I love that when they did that joke of like he he's missing one arm, and then they make that joke of like you know how I lost this arm. It's like you lost it in a fight. It's like no, I was born like <laughs> no. <laughs> this is how i came into the world what are you talking about i like that i think that is funny i i like how they, they carried him with all this like like almost sadness in the background like i thought for a second oh you know maybe her mom is dead but no like her mom is alive and they're like divorced or separated and yeah. they they don't they show and they don't tell they do it very very subtly and it's nice you know what i like more than the dad i love the cat that cat really i love that that was a very studio ghibli cat i mean the way they had that judgy look and uh i love this cat i thought i thought the cat was, was i love how the cat was like aware of, of like them but you know cast off fucking talk so that it, it kind of didn't make any change but it was so funny like uh i i, I like how the dad carried that uh that uh you want this, you have to work for it. You want to do this, you know, come with me. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to make it work. But he's also like a little worried. He's kind of like, 
a little bit less than Lucas' parents because he he doesn't want his daughter to compete because she's lost all these times and he just just he he doesn't want her to not compete because she'll suffer. She doesn't want to compete because he's she's lost before. She doesn't want her to lose again. But she doesn't he doesn't stop her. He just goes like, okay, we'll find a way. You know, if you keep working and I keep working, you know, we'll find a way to do it because you know she's a little kid. He only has her for the summers. Of course, he wants to give her everything that that that, that, that he can. That's a very dad thing. To to do yeah. i assume and and uh yeah I, I love the dad what do you think of the dad uh i love his character and his sweetness i love how soft he got actually uh he reminded me a bit of uh armstrong from formal alchemist, from formal alchemist yes. and it wasn't just the mustache though but it was also like the what do you call it? like big the big teddy bear vibe you know what i mean like yeah. hulking figure but also has a bit of a heart of gold when uh when luca and uh, his daughter which whose name i should probably know julia julia sorry thank you when julia and luca uh tell him that you know alberto's gone you know and he tells him like do you know where he's at like I'm not sure oh, yeah, i'm gonna he, go find him he, yeah he immediately is like it's like this is, this is my daughter's friend i have to you know go find yeah him. like like he's a kid like he's a good kid let me go find him yeah. he has a heart you know uh and especially at the end spoiler alert folks uh, he takes in uh, Alberto. Uh, Alberto, he's such a tragic figure, uh, and and you, uh, it's hard. Um, we, 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 let me get back to the dad in a sec. Yeah. So, Alberto, uh, when he meets Luca, he's over. He's you know overly confident. He's one of those kids that's just like, oh, I know the world. And yeah. you find out uh, towards the it's the middle to end of the movie. He's been waiting for his dad for seemingly a year, at least, if not possibly longer. His dad left him, you know, and he was left to fend for himself. He was on his own. That's why he clung to Luca so quickly, so fast, so hard, because, mate, like, you're all I have in this world, you know? Yeah. Um, and in the end, you know, uh, Luca goes on his journey, which we'll talk about in a moment, but... Uh, in the end, he finds the father figure in uh, Massimo. He, he, you know, takes him in and he says, no, you can stay with me. You know, we'll work together. We'll live together. You know, all essentially he becomes his father figure, his father. Um, and that, man, that melted my heart. That melted my heart more than uh, almost as much as that goodbye. But like the fact that Massimo took him in was like, ah, oh, yeah. I'll you know it. what? You know what? There was a part of me that was like, uh, you know, Luca had this journey of, uh, of uh, from unawareness to, you know, having a dream to immediately changing that dream. You know, he wanted this Vespa and he wanted to travel the world with, with Alberto. But then when he found out about school and about, you know, the outside world, he, he was more interested in that. And because the movie's called Luca and because we're following Luca's journey, you know, he's being chased by his parents and he wants to win this race so he can get this Vespa. I kind of, not neglected, but didn't pay as much attention to Alberto's journey. And now that you mentioned it, fuck, I, I like this movie more now. It's a, I kind of didn't, it, it didn't clock in with me that Alberto, Alberto's journey also like closed there. Like, because he wanted he was in a way looking for a father figure, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, shit. I did that did not cross my mind. You know, it's a uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, that gets a little more of the feels now, don't it? Yeah. Now, now 
now everyone's journey, you know, it closes out, it ends. Yeah. Okay, I like this movie more now, you know? <laughs> Ch- Ch- Gemma just had like a, had a big, you know that mind blown uh, uh, gif, gif, myth, lift? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just had that. Yeah, I just, I just, damn, I know, I did not consider that. Um, no, yeah, good, well done. <laughs> so, uh, also, this movie does a good job, correct me if I'm wrong, but it does a good job of like, uh, you know, the classic, uh, you, the classic story trope that Pixar uses a million times where they give you a satisfying ending, but it's not necessarily the ending that you wanted, you know? Uh, yeah. Like at the end of Toy Story 4, Woody leaves, you know? Uh, life goes on. He doesn't. He doesn't. I can guarantee you, nobody wanted that. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's true. But like, uh, like there are other movies where, like the, what are the movies where they lose in the end? Like Batman is Bears. I think. I think one of my favorite examples in Pixar is a recent one. Um, so I wasn't the biggest fan of Onward, mm-hmm. but I love how they had the whole structure of like this kid wants to meet his dad because he never met his dad, and then he doesn't get to meet his dad. But he has this self-realization moment where he's like, oh, I didn't have a dad, but I always had my brother. You know, he, everything that I wanted to do with my dad, I did it with him. And then he doesn't get to meet the dad, but the brother gets to meet the dad. And then he just, you know, they have like that little connection. You don't get what you wanted, but you get something that you better. It, you get something that you didn't know you wanted. And Pixar is, you know, the best at doing that. And they do it again here. You know, you want these two these two boys to kind of have their adventure and run away together. They don't get that, but in a way, they both get something they didn't know they wanted. He got a father figure and he got a, you know, standard, standard European education. Yeah, it would win, <laughs> you know? Would win. No, yeah. the, so, so you remind me of that. Uh, there's a quote from one of the, I think it's the first episode of House, maybe even. Uh, they quote a song, uh, Him and Cuddy. And uh, House tells her, you know, you can't always get what you want. And then she replies, ah, yes, but just further research. And it turns out, if you try sometimes, you get what you need. Yeah. You know that song, you know, you can't always get what you want. But if you... Yeah, Rolling Stones. Yeah, that. So um, Pixar embodies that, I think, to a T, because a lot of their movies end in that manner. You know, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. This yeah. movie was very much that that epitomized. Um you know, Luca, he wanted a world of adventure. He wanted education. He wanted to learn. He wanted to grow. He wanted to see the world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have no doubt, you know, they'll go on their adventures eventually or not. Um, there was a, a topic, and we I can cut this part, by the way, um, if you disagree on this, or if we should even mention this. Some people were shipping uh, Luca and Alberto. And does that sound right to you? Because there were some people... That were advocating for it. I don't know if they're too young or. You, my friend, have not spent as much time on the internet as I have, <laughs> for you to find this odd. <laughs> but no, no, but no, but I'm like, is it like, is it? I've only seen it mentioned once, you know. So that's why I'm okay. like, is this a thing or is? It, I check in. I, I there are certain people that I have in my life that I'm like, hey, I heard this thing. Is this a cultural topic? And in this case, I go to you. Um, so a couple things. One, this movie, before it came out, when we just saw like a trailer, every, th- every person that I know was like, oh, this is Pixar doing Call Me By Your Name, the movie Call Me By Your Name. Mm-hmm. And because it's also about two boys, two young boys in Italy. And uh, have you seen it? No. Have you I'm, heard of it? 
I, I it's vaguely familiar. I'm pretty sure you've probably told me about it, but no, I I can't say that. So it's about these two boys, uh, Elio and uh, Oliver, uh, Timothy Chalamet, and uh, uh, the guy who was twins in the social network, the Lone Ranger. What's his name? Uh, that guy. Anyway, it's it's them two. There's the, the, there are two young boys there in Italy, and you know they 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 get into a, a, a heated uh, a, a romance. And uh, it's it, be, it became like a very, you know, cultural uh, touchstone film. It was nominated for a bunch of Oscars. I think the movie's good. Um, but because of like the vibes and everything, people were like, oh, is this going to be like Pixar doing Calling By Your Name? Because it's, you know, two Italian young boys uh, vibes in the summer. They're kind of dressed the same. Uh, I think that was the first comparison they made. So, so we're like, are they going to be gay? <laughs> that, was, that was like the first uh, th- thing that they touched. Um, I think they're kids. And that doesn't really like count as anything. I just think that, you know, they're kids. I, I, I think if they had introduced like a romance thing, I don't think it would have affected the story either way, like, like, like either uh, position. I think... Uh, while I do agree that there needs to be more gay representation in media, especially animation, especially in uh, in media that's aimed towards a whole family, I also think that uh, two boys hanging out and being friends and being close with each other and being open with each other and uh, being uh, being uh, soft and sweet with each other should also be normalized even when they're not in a romantic relationship because uh, men are usually portrayed in a very rough manner and i think this is good i think it uh, i think it shows that uh boys can be friends without you know and, and they can be kind to each other they can be sweet to each other and they don't need to exactly either be in love or they have to be like in hate with each other um i agree with both sides i think we do need more gay representation but i also agree that we need to show boys being kind to each other in media and i think in this one the fact that they're that they're open with each other the fact that they hug the, the, the fact that they're allowed to cry with each other i think it's good i think it's good representation um was i disappointed that they weren't that they were engaged not not really uh i kind of uh i i will find that that media in like media that wants to portray that and right now i don't think pixar is interested in that uh, I don't think Disney is interested in that, to be completely honest. I, I, I don't think they're doing a, a really good job with what they're doing so far. And with this one, yeah, I do see, I, I do see the comparisons, but I think it's mostly the fact that people saw Coming by Your Name and they saw this movie, which kind of feels the same. And it's it's, it's kind of like when Coco was announced after they made that, after Jorge Gutierrez made that other movie, the The Book of Life. And they were like, is this the same movie as in, as in Book of Life? No, it's just another movie about the same subject. So I, I understand where, 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 where you're talking about came from, but I don't think it's that deep. I think it's just kids and they're just having fun. This is one of those cases where why are the curtains blue? Because they're fucking blue. That's why. Yeah. I think this movie is simpler than people believe. I think the more complex uh, comparison that I've seen is that people are saying that this is, this is Plateau's uh, the allegory of the cave, which I think is a great thing to to you know start making kids understand, you know, make them think about philosophy. I think that's a way more interesting topic, to be completely honest. But I also think that this is a very simple premise and a very simple movie, and it's kind of joyous in how simple it is. 
and it allows everything, every other detail to float and be way more noticeable that I think we're making a disservice by overthinking this movie. I think this movie is better enjoyed as just, man, just enjoy the vibes. Look at the pretty colors. Look at the sweet story. Look at the nice characters. Look at the funny scenes. And, yeah. you know, movies don't have to be inception. They don't have to be uh, overcomplicated um, things to be or dark or brooding to be enjoyable. I think this is an extremely enjoyable little fun film for everyone. Like I cannot think of someone who won't like this movie unless you hate, you know, fun, you know. <laughs> I'm sure those people think, exist. Yeah, but I don't want to I don't want to hang out with them. <laughs> like I don't care <laughs> for them. I think kids will like this movie. I think parents will like this. I think grandparents will like this movie. I think everyone will like this movie. It's truly for everyone. <laughs> you know what part really like kind of got me? When the yeah. grandma covers for him the very first time he goes up and she's like, oh, yeah. I simply go with cucumbers. Mom, you know better. And it's, Lucas like, thank you. <laughs> you know, I, who, who amongst us has not had like a relative cover their ass without, without question? <laughs> That's the I, relative I want to be. I remember me and my sister, uh, Emily, we used to, uh, when we could, we would steal the report cards at the, six, at, the, at the end of the six weeks. We would get them for each other. Like, I would go check and she would go check. And if I didn't find mine, but I found hers, I'd hide it. Oh, my God. <laughs> we were a team. We are a team, Chema. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow um yes I, uh, I can't i don't know i kind of want I, and, and i love how the grandma at the end like like uh like the, the grandma cups up to the surface and she, she's like she's like mom what are you doing here it's like i'm here every weekend <laughs> <laughs> where do you think i go like we're a fish <laughs> we're sea people where do you think i go on the weekends yeah. oh i love the gelato i love the fact that like the the two uh old ladies that were eating it they're like yeah fuck it oh yeah <laughs> fish people too fucking gelato for everybody I like how the town is so small that you could recognize like every minor character. Like you could, you could recognize those two. You could recognize like this little family. You could recognize the the the, the priest that was also there. Those three kids, the one yeah. that got pushed into the water by the fucking dad. Let's go. Just <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> oh god. Yeah, um, I like that because you know the, the, the small setting helped you get used to everything. It kind of like let you know where everything is even though you're spending time in this little plaza at the uh, at the at the front man i love this movie <laughs> i don't know if it's my favorite of the year but it's probably top three it's definitely a feel-good movie um and there's been a lot of that lately and that's not necessarily a negative um yeah the mitchell's version of the machines was another one that i'd say you know was very much a feel-good you know yeah. Uh, triumph you know it's an underdog movie where it's like the under, literally you know the trope of underdog that's what the fucking team is the three of them yeah i love i love when she goes uh when she goes uh yeah we're underdogs and then they go like who saw it? we're under a dog <laughs> yeah <coughs> uh, yeah which makes sense said, you know they don't they don't know how to talk <laughs> well and julie she's she's just like a pure soul like just like really innocent like no it's okay it's gonna be okay she stands up for them but she has no reason to when i when that yeah. douchebag is being rude yeah Oh man, uh, I have nothing but praise. Tra- I have nothing. I have nothing but praise, man. Really, like it's this. This movie is like these kind of movies make 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 our job like kind of both Easy. harder and easier. No, both both harder and easier because I'm like I can sit here and tell you that I love it, but 
this might be one of the few times where I don't really have anything to criticize. Like, it's just, I, I think I think it starts a little slow, but I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh, you know what? It's been 15 minutes. I'm going to turn it off and watch Mandalorian. Like, no one, mm. like, I, I would have loved to have seen this in the theater, though. I think, especially especially right now it's summer it's a perfect movie to watch in the theater yeah like like oh man i don't yeah. know I, I think you're right it's a, it, it's hard to find something to, to criticize about this film um maybe the very beginning because i can openly tell you like the first like 10 15 minutes felt like a chore like oh, god again with the parents and the da, 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 da. but then the thing is when the movie got going it got going quick um, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, yeah. No, I. There's not too many things. Apparently, there there is talks already of a possible sequel. Um, one idea that was actually pitched was uh, the three kids trying to get Massimo and the wife, you know, his ex-wife, I guess, back together, parent trap style. I was about to tell you, like, are they going to parent trap it? Yeah. Um, apparently, that's actually, and apparently, a lot of people who worked on this film are completely open to. To, to doing it, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't see it. You know, I would. Where's my Inside Out sequel? That's the sequel I want. This is a. I, I don't know. I, I I'd rather. I don't see it. I, I don't know. Maybe hopefully if they make it work. I don't know. Toy Story they didn't seem like a movie that needed a sequel, and it was amazing, uh, and then it worked again, and then it didn't. And I don't know. I could see them doing shorts. I can see them, you know, doing like uh, like online shorts or something, but I don't know about a sequel. Um, I think also the fact the movie is pretty short mm-hmm. uh, kind of helps. It's through, uh, actually. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's an hour and 20 minutes. It's super short. And uh, and also everything gets sobbed pretty quickly. So th- there's no time to like sob or sulk in like unnecessary scenes. I think the movie's the perfect length. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Uh, if they make a sequel, of course I'll watch it. Yeah. But I don't think it needs it. And if we've learned from this and from uh, Soul is that Pixar is getting its group back by doing more originals. So if they want to keep doing originals, I'm going to keep watching them. So bless you. And uh, <laughs> that was actually Nikki. Oh, okay. Um, um, yeah. But no, I was going to say, so what did you think? So last thing um, before we get to final yeah. thoughts, what did you think of the goodbye scene? Because that actually was a big punch for me. It reminded me of like the end of Persona 4. Only like six people are gonna get that. <laughs> um no um that's good. Only six it. people ever listen to these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's all gonna change when we release those mugs. I'm telling you, it's all about the merch. Um, we love you all. We love you all, those six of you. Um there's a... Uh, no, I like the goodbye scene. It's it's nice. It's sweet. It's uh, um, it's kind of like wrapped up a little too perfectly. Kind of like the ending of Soul, where he's like, "Okay, I guess I'm gonna die," and then they're like, "Oh no, we're not gonna let you die." And then in this one, it's like, "It's like, okay, I guess this is goodbye." Oh no, you're gonna go. <laughs> it's like, but then they, they they throw a double whammy, like, "Oh, you're gonna go, but I'm gonna stay," and then you know, we'll we'll link up later. I mean. They don't really explain what time, what year is it, which is something that I also like. Yeah, I was um, going to say, there are no cell phones. So that's a good thing. Yeah, but you don't, this could be the 70s, it could be the 80s, it could be the 90s, it could be, you know, it could yeah. be any time. Like, it's so frozen in time. It's kind of, it's timeless in, in its own way. 
Yeah. Like you could watch this in 20 years and nothing, nothing is, nothing gets old. Uh, if Best Bus still exists, I guess, which is the only like brand. Um, but everything else is just, it's kind of timeless. Like it's, it's, I don't know, it's kind of perfect. Like it's, it's a, kind of close to perfect. Yeah. It's a snapshot, I guess. Yeah. It's a yeah. snapshot in time, which I appreciate that. I like that. I enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? The, the ending or overall? Uh, overall, the ending, anything you want to focus on? Um, animation threw me off a bit, but I, I learned to like it really fast. Um, first one, first like 10, 15 minutes, meh. After that, it got going. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it definitely for kids, for parents. Like, this is not going to be one of those movies that's a chore. This is not like, uh, what's that crappy one that Beyonce did with nature? Uh, life. Life? Is that the one? Yeah. The, the one I when they're so. like warriors or whatever, the pixies or something? The one where a season, sorry, plays a sea slug. Possibly. Yeah. So, th- so oh. that. It's, it's better epic. than that. It was called Epic. Epic. It was called Thank epic. you. God, what a fucking waste of a decent title. Um, so, yeah, no, it's not one of those crappy pieces. It's not one of those movies where even where parents are going to hate it. Like, it's it's a, actually a good movie yeah. um, with a good message. Um I'd recommend it. How about you? I liked it. Uh, I I I do agree that it's a. Uh, I don't know. The, the The last time I watched a movie about two Italian boys and one of them was staring at a fire, I did not. I I had to. I, I cried a lot. And this one, this one was more of, more of a happy one. You know, it's a it's a it's it's good. It's 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 not good. It's fucking fantastic. Like this is a super pretty film that. We don't even have to say it's prices. It's Pixar. It's free on Disney Plus. You're gonna watch it. I mean, it's it's we can if we can count on like one thing happening in this this year is that people are gonna watch this movie, and it might be a. I'm so I'm so sad for Mitchell's versus the Machines because now this might be the log for the Oscar next year. Oh God, I hope. I hope the Mitchells pull through because I kind of still like Mitchell's versus the Machines a little bit more. It's not a competition, mm-hmm. but. I kind of still like the movie a little bit more, but this one, it's great. It's kind of, it, it, it does a great little pal. If you watch soul and then you watch this, your spirits are you're going to be lifted like high up. You're going to feel ready to like apply for jobs and like, I don't know, maybe tell maybe move out of your parents' house. Like it's just such a good, sweet, uh, heartfelt little film. And it deserves all the prices that, that it's get. This is uh, this is what I talk about when I say that you don't need to make, make films complicated. This is simple in its purest of forms. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. I watched it once and I will watch it again. Watch it with your families, watch it with your friends, watch it with everyone. It's just a, this is a movie to watch. And if they put it on theaters, I might break my own rule and go to the theater and watch it. But oof, it's, it's a good one, man. This is a good one. Pixar, you know, rarely disappoints. And this one, this is a home run. So, uh, what would you give a score wise? I don't think you give it a score. I give it a give it a good nine point five out of ten. Oh, okay, I can respect that. I probably yeah. give it like a B. Seriously? B plus. No, but I, I consider that a positive. Like, like an yeah. A is A is a home run for me. This is not pretty even, good. I like even, it. Not even an A minus. Not even there. I, you know, I think I need to sit down and actually like go through like what movies have I scored? Because to me, it's pretty good. Okay. 
C is dragging ass. D is like, if DC would have released this, you would have given like triple A. DC, if if this had been a DC movie about the origins of Aquaman, (laughs) probably, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, like an A+. I'll say this out loud. This was better than Aquaman, which is not (laughs) saying. (laughs) Hey, it it broke a billion dollars, right? Yeah, well, so did the Twilight movies. No, no, you can't come back from that. You can't come back from that. You can't. My my earpiece fell out, but yeah, no, I can't come back from that. Yeah, come back from that. I I got nothing. Why you got to get so hurtful? (laughs) Sometimes, uh, sometimes you gotta hit it when it hurts. That's it. I hate you. Yeah. Well, Luca is great. Watch it. That's literally all I can tell you. It's it's fantastic. It might end up in my top ten of the year. Entirely possible. I don't know if it will with mine. Mistress versus the Machines was so pretty amazing. I don't know. Oh yeah. I, I, I think I need to give it a rewatch. I will say Mitchell's. Uh, I like Mitchell's and Machines more, but this one, this one's pretty darn good. Like this is this is eating a good dessert after eating a good meal. Like there's no complaints here. Yeah, I'll like it's all good. It's all good. This is very much. Uh, this is very much like a, a good garlic bread that goes with your your dinner. It's like oh, this is pretty good. I like this. Garlic bread is my favorite food. I could eat it every day without ever stopping. There you go. That's the dream. That's the life. You're, you're supposed to say you'd get fat. And then I would say, why would, no, why would I get fat? And then you'd say, bread makes you fat. And then I would say, bread makes you fat. And then, yeah. Boo! <laughs> everyone, everyone boo this man. And there's the, there's the effect. <laughs> Your boos mean nothing. I've seen what makes you cheer. Okay, Rick. Okay. <laughs> Wait, I'm getting a call from Nikki. Hold on. I'm going to answer this. I'm... We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended. <laughs> car went. Sorry about that. All right. Uh, to the credits. If you're listening to us on YouTube, you can follow us on any of our links down below. If you're listening to us via podcast, please like, subscribe. We'd greatly appreciate it. We're trying to grow the channel. I'm sorry, the podcast. Yeah, just like and subscribe. Tell your friends about it. We appreciate that. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to therollback.net. I've been Chema. And I've been Eddie. And this was The Rollback. Was The Rollback. Signing off with a reminder that young adult novels can be enjoyed at any age.